Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Yes, it's me. I know. Shocking. It is August 14th in the year 2019. My last show was back in July. I really need to catch up. My last show was July 17th. Almost four weeks of no Walker AC experience. I know the world didn't end. Uh, famine didn't strike. The Black Plague did not hit. But yours truly took a little sabbatical. I had to refresh the batteries and try this all over again. I have wonderful things to report. Wonderful news as always. But first, as we go along, I'd like to give, once again, my special thanks to Podbean.com for supplying this show, supplying the voice, and all the fun things that make this show what it is today. Thank you for all, all of you, once again, for still you know, giving me a chance, for still hopping on the old Walker AC Experience bandwagon, and all of you who do chose to listen to my shows repeatedly over and over and over again, share it with your friends, your family, your dog, your pet, and for those of you who download the show and still remember who I am, I really do appreciate each and every single one of you. Four weeks and then some. Where have I been? What have I been doing? Does anyone care? Of course, all of you do. And that's why you subscribe to this podcast to spend your precious time awaiting with bainted breath until the next show comes out to enrich your lives and drop some witty wisdom amongst the masses. Well, well, I think. But before we go on, of course, I also urge, urge, encourage you to uh, go on to YouTube.com. Look under Walker AC. You'll see the Henry the Fox show along with his cast and crew of all his misfits and miscreants. And you can see the origins of the Henry O Podcast experience, the Henry the Fox show, which now has morphed into the Walker AC experience. And don't forget, the Slacking Majestically show is still out there, folks. We didn't forget about you back there. Now, you, my co-host, Ashley Majestic, you're still out there. We still have you in our thoughts. We still have you in our prayers. We still have you in our closet, actually, because we don't want to let you out yet amongst the world because we know what damage you can do. So we're kind of keeping you close to our chest, and when the moment's right, we're going to unleash you out into the world. And trust me, folks, when she comes out of the closet and, and wants to unleash hell upon all of you, don't say to warn you. Now, other than that, you know, this little potpourri of a show, just a little bit of a little bit of a catch-up, because we don't have you know, that much of a format going on today. It's just a little rehash on what's been going on in the life of Walker AC and and how things have been going on here and there. And, I can honestly tell you, you know, things had its ups and downs a little bit. You know, life has kicked me in and took us here and there. But I'm still here for you. I'm still here. I'm chugging along here. I have a couple of things I wanted to, to get off my chest and talk to all of my lovely people about. All you Walker AC experience folk that are still out there. I'm still glad you guys are still out there. Still hanging out and chilling with me. But, you know, life has been good. I would complain, but no one will listen. And also, like I said, I try to keep everything positive, everything a good spin and good outlook on life itself. Because once again, what's the point of living if you're not happy? What's the point of continuing on in life when all you have is misery around you? There is really no point of continuing because, you know, we all talk about the great beyond and we all talk about what's, what's there after we die. But in all reality, nobody knows. Really, nobody knows. I mean, there have been books written about it. There have been prophecies about it. And people telling us that ad nauseum what's going to happen when we die. But nobody knows. I mean, I did read the book of fiction. You know, I have read the Bible occasionally. I've listened to, you know, I've dipped my toes into other religions and I've listened to a lot of people talk about what to expect when you die and about how, how eager you are to get to 
whether it be the gates of heaven, whether it be to reincarnation, whether it just be to nothingness. Now that in itself, yeah, it's a little bit depressing because you know you work your whole life for a common goal, whatever the goal is in your mind, whatever the goal set you have for yourself, and once you take your final breath, you may go into nothingness. It could be just like turning off a TV, you know, finishing the movie, you're looking at the end credits. The end credits could be your life flashing before your eyes. Everything you've done from your first steps to the first bigger you've, the first uh, booger you've picked, you know, to the first kiss you've made to the first time you scratched your bum in public you know you're, there could be a long storied you know 16 DVD set of your life that you're looking at you know, as you walk into the nothingness or you walk into the pearly gates of heaven and meet St. Peter or Paul or Mary or Ringo and they go over your life too and they determine whether you should go you know to the place up, up top or to the bad place as a reference of the bad place go look that up it's a great series but other than that we don't know and I think that in itself is the beauty of life in my humble opinion you know you can always you know write your comments and hate mail to slackingmajestically01yahoo.com that is slackingmajestically01yahoo.com trust me I'll read them and get back to you but I always wondered about what happens when the curtain closes when the final end credits hit always wondered that, you know, because we all have that fear of the unknown. That's the story of human beings. We fear the unknown, we hate the unknown, we rise up against the unknown. We smite the unknown because we don't know what's out there. Now, which, once again, always brings up the weird topic of the things that goes through my mind at night as I try to fall asleep and get ready for the big bad day ahead of me tomorrow. It's what happens when you take that final breath. When do you reflect upon anything? Does someone greet you? Or do you just start all over again? In a new body, a new look, a new mindset, do you start all over again? I always wondered that too. You know, if you start over, would you have the same knowledge? You know, would you have the would you have the same mannerisms? Or you just hit the reset button and start your life all over again, not realizing who you were in that previous life? Or you just wake up all young and just ready to go all over again. I wonder about that too, but I won't bore you with that too much because we all have our own opinion. You know, neither neither right or wrong, neither here nor there, neither fish nor fowl. Life is life. Life is what you make it and how much you choose to waste it. I don't know. Being a 43-year-old man, I think I've I think I've done quite a bit in my life. I look at my little one and I think, yeah, I've gotten that far. I think I can go a little bit further. Maybe have another Maybe buy a dog. I don't know. I'm still, still throwing it up in the air. More on that later. Other than that, I've looked throughout the news and actually dipped my toes in little media here and there because, as you know, as you listen to all my shows, I'm not really a social media type of guy. Never was, never will be because I have things to do. More important things to do than look at Facebook. More important things to do than look at any other social media outlet out there because I believe I have more, more, important, more important things in my life to do than read about this person went to the store and this person took a dump. I really can care less about that. But the major thing that's been going on lately that I have noticed too, because I'm a father, shocker, shocker, and I do, and I am concerned about, you know, my son's well-being. So if you're not concerned about your offspring, there's really something wrong with you. I look at the topic of, you know, guns and schools and teachers and security and various things like that. I have 
seen the Columbines, I've seen the Sandy Hooks, and I've seen all that fun stuff that just transpired. And no one can come up with a solution. So what do you do? The recent solution is give teachers guns. Yeah, I kind of paused on that because I wanted that to sink in. We're going to give our teachers guns. Yes, that definitely makes a very strong point of keeping teens in line. Because I figure it all goes back to the wonderful world of parenting. Because once again, if you know, if uh, your uh, children sucks, it's because you suck. And if you can't parent your children to make sure they can sit still for a couple of hours a day and do that silly thing called education without wanting to blow away, you know, like little Timmy in the corner, then you're doing something wrong in your life and the government needs to come and take care of you and put you to sleep. But I digress. It's not about the parents. It's about the teachers willing to arm themselves against, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 year old kids. And I believe, you know, the last thing I want to do is give, uh, you know, uh, Johnny Jim teacher a gun and tell him have at it there, cha-cha, because not going to happen because he could have a bad day. Because in all reality, all it takes is one bad day. And that's what most schools teach. Most school shootings are. Most, most mall shootings, most anything happens is just one bad day. So I arm teachers. Why arm, you know, uh, you know the, the people who are molding my child's mind into something great, a gun? Because most people are very jittery nowadays, and they prove to shoot first, ask questions later. And I really cannot deal with another oopsie in a school, you know, because, you know, Johnny Jim teacher thinks that, you know, you know Billy the wrestler is getting a little bit too rough, and he freaks out, and all of a sudden, you know, he gets shot in the head. Out of self-defense. No, I can really do without that. You know, let's keep guns where they belong. Away from simple-minded people. Away from school. Away from everybody. Unless you're really qualified. Unless you go through a litmus test of everything you need to be to own a gun. Because trust me, I bumped into Jimmy John Joe Bob, who has a humongous arsenal in his tool shed, and just cannot wait till the day that the uprising happens and really wished you blow somebody away. Those people I stay away from. I'd rather be safe and secure in my castle. I'd rather stab someone in the neck with a pencil multiple times when they break into my home rather than hop into my arsenal of commando weapons to blow away people, you know, who just want to come in my door and tell me about the Lord. I digress. But other than that, it's not easy. Being a teen on the flip side, it's really not easy. You know, because I'm going to use an old cliche back in my day. Things were different. Yes, you had the peer pressures of life, and yes, you know, you were pointed and mocked and made fun of if you were different, case in point, myself, and you had ways of dealing with that. You know, yes, you can confront the evil tyrant bully and give him his comeuppance, or you can take the easy way out and just ignore it and learn from it and grow from it and realize, you know, that difference is good. Weird is good. You know, being and thinking outside the box is good versus being the status quo. And those same people that pick on you and bully you, you know, those are insecure wonders. Those are the people that you'll see 20 years down the road with 15 kids living in a trailer park and that are happy to see you because you made something of yourself and all their bullying, all they did was inspire you to do better. But now instead, we have our bullies, our cyber bullies, our bullies in social media. And parents and everyone alike are really wondering what to do about that. And I approached my uh, my youngin, and we talked about that, and he gave me a simple solution. If anyone is cyberbullying you, 
turn off the computer. I know, I know, it's difficult, I know. Or, do, do this thing the kids do. Block them. And that's all you do. You don't feed the trolls, I learned that. And you don't, you know, you don't give in to the pressures that people give to you. You only have one you. It's just you. So why let someone take away your zen? Someone take away your happiness? Someone take away who you are as a person because they don't understand you or want to understand you or want to get to know you or they're so insecure in themselves they have to take that pressure and all that anger and put it on you. Is your life really that important to let someone else affect it? The answer is no. I answered that for you guys. It's okay. Now speaking of you guys, I forgot to ask you, how are you doing today? Have you done something good for yourself? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you taking care of the ones you love? Have you done something good for you? Because once again, in this world that we live in, as much as all the weird and wacky things that are going on, how are you? Because you are wonderful. You are special. You matter. And you'd be surprised how many people in this world actually care about you. So if you need to pick up that phone, you need to talk to somebody, talk. If you need somebody to just listen to you, tell them I need you to listen to me. Because there's so many things going on out there. There's so many things that will get you down. And trust me, mental health is important. And I will tell you every single show that I do, you are important. There's only one you in this world. You need to take care of you. Reach out, talk. Reach out and listen. You'd be surprised. All it takes is for you to sit down and talk to someone or you to sit down to someone that you see in pain and go how's your day and you sit back and you listen a little bit goes a long way don't ever forget that folks now back to the show here the ramblings of a 43 year old who goodness buckle up folks it's a long one but it's a short one you know, being my age and looking for new challenges in life I fear failure I'll say that again. I feel I fear failure. I've been doing this show for over a year, and there have been sometimes I have taken sabbaticals and I have looked inside myself and wondered, should I make this show go on? And I've sat back and think I don't have anything to talk about. I have sat back and I made notes on the show and I've come up with creative things to talk about. And in the end, I look at it, I crumple it up, and I sit down and I wonder, is anybody listening to this show? Does anybody care about this show? Does anybody still think about the show? I've shut off all social media. I have gotten a little, a little bit of backlash for that. People want me to come back to social media and, and give updates on my life and everything. But I just held steadfast to the fact that if it's that important, you know, reach out to me as a person, not through a website or or anything of the sort that I stay away from. You know, and I sit back and I think, no more social media, no outreach. My personal people know where to reach me. Other than that, the only outlet I have is this little bitty podcast that I've been doing for such a long period of time. And I keep asking, is it worth it what I do? You know, this little bitty microcosm in this humongous world of podcasting. A podcast that's happening right now. It's happening an hour from now. It's happening a day from now. What can my little podcast do that other shows have done already? What makes me stand out amongst all the other ones? Do I stand out? And I sit back and I think about it again and I keep thinking... Everything I preach, everything I talk about, I should really do. We give the best advice, but we never take it. As a society, as human beings, you know, we are we are faulty creatures. That's who we are. 
And then we do the same stupid stuff like Bob, Bob the guy next door does. We never really realize it. You know, we're all infallible people. We all have our faults and our crazinesses, our insecurities, no matter how tremendous we portray ourselves to be. Each and every single one of us are scared little children inside. They need that reassurance that everything is going to be okay. We need someone to tell us that you're worth it. We need someone to tell us that you matter. We need to tell someone to say, it's going to be okay. You know, keep plugging along, keep pushing along. And I'll admit, I'm one of those people. You know, they need a little bit of encouragement to do my show or to do my animation or do something of the sort. Because you will notice there have been lulls in my podcasting here and there. Of course, I've been gone for a week, I've been gone for a month, I've been gone for a couple of days. My show runs on CPT, color people time. And on top of that, it's not as much difficult as it is to produce a show, to put out a show. It's getting over one's insecurity to believe that someone wants to listen to you or that there's a new a new listener out there that hears about this show or just stumbles upon something called the Walker AC experience and just gives it a shot and they listen to it and they think, ah, this isn't for me. Or they listen to it and they think, this is pretty interesting. It's an everyday guy that just makes a podcast that doesn't edit, that doesn't have all the high-tech technology to make a podcast great like any other podcast shows out there. Or just someone just out of the blue just hears about it and says, you know, this guy, as much as he's a goof, he actually makes some sense. Actually cares about the people that listen to him, whether it be two people or twenty people. I still thank each and every single one of you every single time I turn on this microphone, because I talk for you, for all of you out there, the ones that love me, the ones that hate me, the ones that are indifferent towards me, the ones that know me personally, the ones that have only come across this show a few handfuls of times, and know about who I am or the, or the. Uh, the idea of who I am. I still thank them on each and every single show, and I continue to do that. But insecurity creeps in here and there, and makes me wonder about my show. Sometimes this is what keeps me away for a while, but I'll always come back to this little bitty podcast, and I remember my roots and how it started. And how it started is because of you. And this is my ramblings of a 43-year-old. And once again, am I going to come back next week? I don't know, but I am going to come back. This is what I do. This is what I love. This is my passion. Life gets in the way. But it doesn't get in the way long enough to keep me away from my passion. Everyone has a passion out there. You have to find your passion. Whether it be listening to a podcast or, hey, making your own podcast. Everyone needs a voice. A podcast is easy to do. Get your voice out there be heard. It doesn't have to be a half hour. It doesn't have to be 10 minutes. It can be a three minute little filibuster upon what are the things in your mind. Everyone needs a voice. This is your voice. The Walker AC experience is your voice. You reach out, you write a comment, you write a question, you bash my show, you praise my show. You do whatever you want to with this show, but this show is for you out there. And I thank you for listening. I'm glad to be back. Four weeks, yes, it's been a long time, but absence make the heart grow fonder. And once again, how can we miss you if you don't go away? And I'm back. And once again, next week, I will be here with some words. Do something good for yourself. Do something good for other people. In the end, do something good. Take care. See you later.